Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily, the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by Tim Key. Yeah, he's always very funny. Uh, comedian, actor, poet, a Liverpool fan. We chatted to him. Um, we also brought you Martin Kellner. He was on Good Form. Uh, yeah. Looking at a week of sport on TV. Some big documentaries uh, on TV at the moment, which he reflected. Uh, Mike Ward had the non-sporting telly for us. Yeah. As always, Brighton supporting Mike yeah. Ward from the star. And we had a bit of a chat. We did. We squeezed one in and a slightly truncated <laughs> show because of the weigh-in of uh, Brooke Calm running slightly later. But, uh, yeah, we squeezed it all in. And this is the best of it. Yeah, so yeah. it is 1.37. It's not really well, the way we kick off the show. normally come on, but, but uh, there you go. you know, it was important. It was all delayed, as you probably yeah. heard, the weigh-in. But we got it in the end. We got some great stuff from the guys and say so we'll be back to hear from Amir Khan with Adam Catchell shortly. But for now, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Yeah, it was fascinating to watch 2,000 people turn up to watch two blokes weigh themselves. Yeah, well, that's, watch that's it, watch the, it through their phones. That's the nature. That is the nature <laughs> of sport. It'd be great if football managers went in for boxing-style pre-fight trash talk yeah be great so the two it? managers would face up before yeah, face the game just look at each nose. other and the referee Guardiola would stand in between them yeah that would be good we want a good clean match no gouging no, no, no. all that stuff about how they're going what they're going to do to each other yeah. and all that, how they can't stand each other well and, look you know. uh, if it's not the boxing as we said dominating it is storm Eunice today as Fletch told you a couple of fixtures have bitten the dust um people have the biggest tv channel mm. this morning has been big jet tv which is basically watching planes land at uh, yeah. Heathrow Airport. And it's, yeah, it's... Our old friend Dave Tully's been watching it. He said uh, it's a pilot, And he's a pilot, and, yeah. Uh, I said, it wouldn't be much fun today flying a plane. He said, I wish I was at work. He yeah, I think it. they're probably... For them, it's... it's they <laughs> well, probably it's, enjoy no, it's not just pressing buttons, you see. No, OK. It brings the skill of the pilot land play. the plane. We've seen the spire of Wells Cathedral come off. That was a horrible sight. All the yeah. roof of the O2 is ripped to shreds. We've seen people trying to get into the building. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just making a welcome return to the studio is uh, actor, poet, comedian, Liverpool fan, Tim Key. Tim, good to see you. Good to see you. Anything else? Um, he does all sorts. I wasn't really listening. What did you go through there? <laughs> I, did, I did poet, poet did Liverpool yeah. fan. Did you do voiceover? I didn't did do voiceover. Yeah, yeah, mainly no, voiceover. No, no. You do a lot of voiceover. Yeah, I, I do a lot of voiceover. Let's yeah. focus on them. What do they, when, they're, when, they're, when they give you a voice, what are they looking for? Do they tend to, what's it, they want to kind of reassure yeah. a, voice, a yeah. voice you can trust. I think that's what it is. I think that's what they found in me. A sort of a kind of warm, kind of um, yeah. unthreatening convincing voice you get a just... bit of government stuff don't you I did a bit of government your... stuff yeah, yeah I sell a bit of government stuff sell burgers sometimes I sell yeah. whatever really cider you've sold um, cider don't know whether yeah I have sold cider yeah, yeah and yeah, I'd sell yeah. more yeah <laughs> yep. voice we'll ever hear uh, yeah. if there is a nuclear war let's hope not um, of course, is Mark Strong's? <laughs> is, of course, is it really? Well, I think so. I mean, I, I I could be wrong, but I get the feeling that when we're told to climb under the table, and we've got three minutes left. Yeah. It will be Mark Strong. Which one is tends, Mark Strong? He tends mm. to get those. He's got that. Very, he, he did a lot of the COVID stuff. Oh, I, I think it'll be well Steve Hartley. Actor. I don't agree. Big with Arsenal you. fan, Mark, <laughs> isn't he? Of course, but I don't know if he's already recorded the. Uh, someone must. Please have. climb under the table. Not Pasquale. Would he have done it? It's <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> it's unlikely to be Joe. Although. <laughs> Tell you what, you'd go out with a laugh, wouldn't you? <laughs> yes, you would go thing. out with a smile on your face, <laughs> yeah. knowing, knowing the king of the jungle was was the last voice you ever heard. <laughs> so, anyway, your book. Uh, you joined us uh, to chat about your last sort of. It's not. It's not just poetry. It's little kind of sketches and thoughts and everything else. He used thought as a wife. Was the kind of pandemic book when you were locked down. Yeah. And this one here we go around the mulberry bush is a kind of. Impartial lockdown when you could go out, but but with restrictions. Yeah. So the first one, yeah, that was me sort of trying not to go out of my mind by writing a book, and yeah, that's all set in my flat, so that's kind of very claustrophobic. Mm. Then I wasn't obviously planning on writing another one, but then I wasn't really planning on being locked down again. And then <laughs> the second lockdown came in, and I guess I noticed in that first week this is a bit of a walkie lockdown. Yeah. I mean, you could go out and you could walk a little bit. So, yeah, all of the conversations are set outside and I never go inside in in the book. I mean, obviously, in the lockdown, I went inside quite a lot. Yes, yes. It was still largely <laughs> inside. But in this book, yeah, I'm roaming around, you know, Hampstead Heath quite a lot and um, 
on the phone to people. So it's lots of conversations and stuff, and then interspersed with poems. Yeah, yeah. They're beautiful books because they've got fantastic little illustrations in them all the way through. The style of them, the the type, the the kind of feel of them. Now your cover design. They're they're not the sort of thing you necessarily want to get on kindle you kind of need to own the book i think yeah i think you do and it's uh, you know it's annoying actually doing interviews to promote it because we talk about what's inside for about 20 seconds and then after that it's all design yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, I i collaborate i collaborate with a girl called emily juniper yeah. who features heavily in the book yeah and um yeah we're just lucky you know like all collaborations you just have you you, you meet someone who you, you kind of click with and you both yeah. offer different things and so we kind of feel very lucky we found one another. She's just, she's an amazing designer, mm. so I just spew the words out on, into Word documents and send them over, and then they come back like this. Have you got a favourite poem that will give us a flavour of it? Um, can of, I, can have a quick, I can have yeah, a quick look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have a quick look. I mean, flick. they're going to be very interesting in years to come when you look back on them. You're a bit close to it now, of course, but in years to come when you look back and your st- it will really tell you a lot about your state of mind in this period. Yeah, I know. It does, it does slightly. I mean... Um, Hang on, I'm just sort of flicking away. It's here. Okay. Um, well, obviously, language-wise, this time of day, of I'm course. sure you're aware, Tim. I mean, always uh, get the language right. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Why don't you? Why don't you tell me one, and then I can answer that question. What was the question again? <laughs> I'm just saying it'll it'll be an interesting little um, snapshot of your state of mind when you wrote these two books. Yeah, it will. I mean, the the sort of the state of mind is kind of um, intensified in the mm. telling of it, and and I think there was something going on where in the in both books, really, I thought I I go out of my mind. Yeah. And in real life, yeah, it was really, it was kind of a tough period for a lot of people. But I think writing, ironically, writing the book helped me stay <laughs> stay sane. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, here's a here's a poem from the book. Um, not necessarily one of the better ones, but you know where we are. Where we are. <laughs> Spring came. They started training up wasps to go after COVID. COVID-scented hankies were dangled in front of wasps' hooters, and then away they went. These furious insects <laughs> hunting down COVIDs, plunging their stingers into their flanks like grubby little spitfires in a bleak new war. Focused, angry, some of them high on ket. The wasps <laughs> laughed as they worked. What was interesting about that was I hadn't, I hadn't checked it for swearing and I was wondering what was coming around the corner. <laughs> in some ways, though, you you were able to work. You did this time in lockdown, didn't you? So I suppose there were some outlets kind of creatively for you with, with Steve Coon. Yeah, I was... Yeah, I felt like I was very fortunate work-wise, but mainly because of this, yeah. the ability to just kind of create something. But yeah, lockdown two was a perfect hit. The um, the this time was filmed more or less started on day one of lockdown two and finished at the end of it. Mm. Just a month where it's kind of felt like a life hack where you would, could I could see people uh, with lots of restrictions and lots of masks and lots of COVID yeah. supervisors, but you were at work at least, you know, with with people. And it was mm. kind of yeah. That was one of the better lockdowns. Yeah. Back in my <laughs> team lockdowns for lockdown go. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Now, you're going to be in a new sitcom soon mm-hmm. uh, called Witchfinder. Yes, so uh, Witchfinder. So we've seen, um, we've seen a couple, we haven't seen excerpts of it yet, but we've seen some great stills from it. You and Daisy Mae Cooper. And yeah. yet, it, tell us the premise. Good writing uh, pedigree as well, isn't the it? The writing pedigree is the um, fabulous Gibbons brothers who um, have breathed fresh life into Alan Partridge 10 years ago and have mm. been doing that ever since. And this is their sort of next kind of creation, which is um, the way they described it to me is the it's like the midnight run, but set in the 17th century. So mm. I find a witch. I'm a witch finder. Find a witch, and I need to get her to Chelmsford to be tried. So it's kind of a road movie, and largely a two-hander with me and Daisy. But then, because it's a road movie, just tons and tons of characters yeah. and amazing cameos from all sorts of, you know, comedy royalty floating around us. 
when are we going to see that? Uh, it comes out, I can't remember the exact date, but it's March, I think, so in about oh, two or three weeks. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. Yeah. I was thinking, I first saw, came across Daisy in Taskmaster. I know she had a big sitcom, but I never got to see that. And you are involved with Taskmaster, aren't you? Because you were behind, with Alex Horn, yeah. devising some of the mad... I don't know how the two of you come up with the games that you come up with. <laughs> they are brilliant. Often very sporting-based, yeah. very competitive. They are, yeah. I mean, it's awkward. It's a sort of uncomfortable truth that I'm on the credits as task consultant, and um, that's doing, <laughs> doing myself a bit of a service, really. Is it? Uh, yeah, it started <laughs> off where I was in the first series, and then um, Alex said, do you want to come in and uh, help with the tasks? So I did, but as it's gone on, it's, you know, hand on heart. It's all Alex's brain. I mean, you know, we meet up and he'll run tasks past me and stuff like that, and there'll be the odd one that I come mm. up with. But really, that show is... And I think that's why it works. There's not tons of shows, certainly like shows like that, panel shows. You get the list of writers at the end. And yeah. with his one, that's just Alex's brain and then him and wow. Greg, you know, have, you know, creating chemistry with one another and then with five really funny people. Yeah. yeah. Football-wise, how are you feeling about life as a Liverpool <laughs> fan, Tim? Yeah, great, at, yeah. At the moment? I mean, it's... <laughs> well, apart from the fact you're not going to win the league, oh, you right. could win the Champions Well, I don't know. Though. I was looking at you, this. You think so? You think they're going to well, catch them? if they win the game in hand, that's six points. If yeah. they beat City, that's three points. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's not impossible. No, it's not. I mean, but isn't Tottenham I... go to City, and I'd love it tomorrow. Yeah. I'd love it. If I'd we love could, it. Yeah. Hang on, you go to City? We go to City oh, tomorrow, yeah, And yeah. You're, you're flying, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you're thinking, well, that's three points we're going to claw back <laughs> thanks to Tottenham tomorrow. Your manager doesn't think much of you, does he? Well, he's, there's two ways of looking at it. He's either te- talking the truth or he's telling mediocre players they're mediocre. I don't mm. know where, quite which is which at yeah. the moment, but uh, he has been standing his corner today in the press conference. But yeah, you, you did a bit, good bit of business with Diaz in the window. He looks, he's Ooh, he looks good, fit and straight. Yeah. Ooh, in. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen him like yet. Like he's been there for months. Oh, no, he, he, played he the does other look night. good. And yeah, Harvey Elliott's like a new signing, isn't he? Yeah, he they played say. now. Yeah. He played well the other day. Yeah, yeah. get games yeah. back. So yeah. I saw him play actually, and um, I went to watch the semi, the um, the FA Cup match against Everton. You know mm. where they played the kids? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was there working, and I was I, I checked into my hotel that day, and then um, there were these <laughs> basically there were these kids on the on the corridor. <laughs> yeah, and they're all in tracksuits and stuff, and I don't know who they, who they were, but they sort of, you know, gave them some space. They looked like they meant business, and then. Um, Went outside and there was the coach, and then went to the the match and yeah, those were the so players. Saw all those kids. <laughs> and those yeah. t- you didn't catch him at breakfast the following day. Did no, you? I didn't. But like, um, I mean, I'm sure there was like a famous player. But I think I think they put Milner in as a sort of a you know supply <laughs> teacher to sort of look after them. But mainly it was players. Corral yeah, Harvey Elliott was playing. To the coach. Yeah, you're not sitting at the back, Elliot. Yeah, Come it was and insane. sit at the front with me. Yeah, there was a guy. You know, I sort of brushed past him and he's like you know tiny and young and stuff. And then you know two hours later he's Curtis Jones scoring you know well. Yeah. They do have an, they're kind of, I mean, cockiness isn't the word, but they're very assured. When you see, when I remember working at Chelsea, those young players, there is, they are, you know, they're probably known since the age of nine they're going to make it. Yeah. And there is a kind of a self belief and a, a assuredness about them. When are they going to play for Chelsea? Yes. Yeah. So, who were you, what era was that? Was that sort oh, of Kerry Dixon and. No, no. Hey, when, <laughs> when he was a child. Yeah, yeah that's right. Roy Bentley, a young Roy Bentley. <laughs> Whippersnapper. No, this is yeah, what sort of era would this have been? It was an interesting thing was the very mid nineties. It would have been yeah, late, late late night, probably after Jody's time. There was a, quite a lot of the young boys that they didn't particularly train on, but right. so it didn't stop them being confident. Bit cocky at times. Well, confident. Probably too yeah, confident. Yeah. I think that was probably the problem. Too confident, yeah. maybe yeah. some of them. Yeah, Tim, it's lovely to see you. Oh yeah, thanks for having me. So uh, the book is uh, out now. The book's out now. Yep, it's called yep. Here We Go Round the Mulberry Bush, yep. and. Um, it's in all good bookshops. It is. Yeah. 
And it, 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 go and have a look at the book. I mean, I think look, the words are fantastic. We, but go and have a look at it purely as as a we, product. Are we honestly ending with that as well? <laughs> so, you're topping <laughs> yeah. and tailing it, aren't you? Well, look, I just I don't want I don't want anybody because they'll spot it. They'll spot it. Well, what you can do is if you get a bit of sellotape, you can you can actually keep this book closed. <laughs> yeah, and have it as an ornament. <laughs> yeah, look, it's honestly you don't even have to read it. People, it's, it's, in fact, I'd advise you not just to frame the page. Yeah. Just yeah. Come out and frame yeah. them. <laughs> And we look forward to seeing you in the Witch Finder. Thank you, Tim. We'll catch up with you soon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All the best. Tim Key there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Cristiano Ronaldo has been in the news today on the back pages oh, yeah. involving this Harry Maguire story, which Rain has been talking about in the uh, press conference mm. today. More on that later. But uh, I didn't know he had a little business empire. I didn't know that he had a uh, chain of uh, hair clinics, hair transplant clinics across Spain and Portugal. It's surprising because he's a man with a full head of hair. He's he never is. had to trouble the... Uh, Transplanters. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's uh, Paolo Ramos is his business partner. They're aiming for world leadership in the medical hair industry. They've got twelve transplant rooms, ninety staff. Mm. He's also got his hotel business and his lifestyle. Yeah. When he retires, I can't see him running a pub or going into going haulage. into haulage. <laughs> no. In those days, or a news agent. You know, like quite a lot of footballers. <laughs> quite a lot of footballers pump what money they had left into a news agent. Can you imagine Cristiano getting up at half past four to mark up the papers? Oh, I can't. Fantastic, and he's like going round in his car at half past six because one of the paper boys hasn't turned up. Oh, well, no. I'll, have to, I'll just have to do it myself today. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, so I, can't, I can't see Cristiano doing that. But who knew he had a business empire? More on that in the clips of the week. Actually. Yeah, this letter amused me yesterday to the sun. I don't know if you and Charlie picked up on it, but uh, it came from Jenny Riding in West Yorkshire. Mm. And she wrote about, she's writing about Novak Djokovic. And she says, so tennis star Novak Djokovic is still not willing to have the COVID vaccine and is prepared to miss the French Open and Wimbledon. Let's see what happens when his bank account starts to suffer. Yeah. I looked it up. He's won 153 million. It's going to take it's a while. Brilliant, isn't it? At what point? <laughs> at what point will he be getting the uh, calculator these people, up, they don't thinking. think, do they? Absolutely well, if we bought, it, we bought all own brand products... We'd be much better off when he goes to the super. It's a while, isn't it? Andy? It I is. think it's going to take one. A while. Uh, one thing he could buy, though, uh, Novak, is this thing that we're going out for auction. I can't believe this. This is a doghouse, a normally looking absolutely ordinary bog standard like doghouse, kennel type yeah. thing. Yeah, was hit by a meteorite or a meteor, meter, meteor. That's right. Hit by a meter. Yeah, no, a meteor. <laughs> okay. And is expected to fetch between two hundred thousand and three hundred thousand. The dog wasn't in it, was it? Well, he was. Oh, no. Rocky, the German Shepherd, was startled. German Shepherd? <laughs> German Shepherd. <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Why have we never got him to read the news? It'd be brilliant, wouldn't he? You did one like that a few seconds ago, which yeah. I've now forgotten completely. Okay. Uh, German That's Shepherd. just as well. It's good when you've got a bad memory. I know, it's good. Was startled, but not harmed by the incident in Costa Rica. So the doghouse will be part, sold as part of Christie's online sale, Deep Impact, Martian Lunar, and other rare meteorites. How do we know it was a meteorite and not just someone lobbed a stone <laughs> through it and said it was a meteorite? No Anybody can say that. Any well, they could. Chancer in Costa Rica. Well, that's it. I'm not dog, buying that. As long as the dog wasn't hurt, I, I'm, I'm quite happy with that story. I'm fascinated by Eddie Izzard's ability to run marathons. Yes, yeah, so am I. He seems off, off the... Like, he seems... I mean, he obviously does a lot of running. But, but he amazing. doesn't look like somebody that does a lot of running. He doesn't got the shape of a marathon runner. He obviously has. He obviously has got Fantastic. brilliant endurance. I mean, he yeah. ran the 30-mile ultra marathon with uh, Tom Daly for Comic Relief yesterday. He looks like, you know... 
Certainly, when he was doing all those marathon after marathon, I saw him running across uh, one of the bridges here in London one day, Mm. and he he looked in good shape. He doesn't have like an entourage, he just goes for a run, you know. He's that sort of man, isn't he? The uh, Simon Ropner, an old Herovian, wrote to the Times about the uh, loss of Eaton versus Harrow at Lord's. That was gutty, you can imagine. Funny enough, there was nothing in the star about it. I they don't know, they star didn't go big on it. They didn't go big on uh, that one. And the Celtic fan who got in touch yesterday and said, don't forget to talk about Celtic in Europe tonight. He hasn't got back to us today. <laughs> Seems less keen. <laughs> Seems less keen for us to talk about... Uh, so what a result. I mean, honestly, what a result for Rangers. It Although, was, you make I a make very a good point. Yes. It ended up 4-2 after a fantastic mm. start. Uh, but you made a point about away goals. Well, this time last year, Dortmund would need a 3-0 win to go through. 2-0 wouldn't be enough for them. Yeah. But 2 0 will basically sort of tie that, you know, t- send the game into extra time. So I feel a bit for Rangers in that sense. They've scored four goals away from home, and really, they might as well just won 2 0. So it's, it's and, a kind and of. Haaland's back, isn't he? Yeah. Well, but what a it. result. I mean, it'd be a great atmosphere there that night. Anyway, he'd be good going to Haulage. Haaland's Haulage. <laughs> Again, I don't think he's going to need to. I don't, I don't think he's going to need so to either. take one of his own wagons out when a driver doesn't turn up. <laughs> Gog up to Carlisle, Dad. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well done, the curlers. Uh, Another guaranteed medal. Six and a half million well spent. (laughs) God, you are ruining people's chips today, aren't you? Blimey. (laughs) Anyway, here he is. Squad number nine. Martin (laughs) is the wind. He's wind wind affected, (laughs) not for the first time. Martin Kellner's here with a weaker sport on TV. Hi, Martin. Hi, are you all right, boys? Yeah, we're not Not too bad. bad. There's there's some pretty high-profile documentaries. I know you're going to... Yeah, cover them, uh, them today a couple of very big ones in, featuring uh, the partners of, of the stars as well as the stars themselves so where are we going to kick off martin well just kick off with uh, saying well done to the curlers yeah a lot well, of curling and I, I watched that and i'm looking forward to watching some more curling in four years time yeah. <laughs> as, <laughs> together with everybody else is it one of those sports you think you know i really watch I've got to watch much more curling away from the Olympics, and you set out to do that, but then don't. Yeah, league curling. No one's going to watch league curling, are they? <laughs> league curling, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, let's start with Rooney, which uh, it seems that these days, and I was reading somewhere this week, mm. that having a, a, a glossy documentary about yourself streaming is the new status symbol oh. for footballers, because we were talking about Neymar last week, mm. um, and now we've got Rooney, which is a, a, a glossy documentary on Amazon Prime. I don't think it's quite as classy as it thinks it is uh, you know because it starts off with um, with Wayne Rooney on a punch bag doing a bit of training in his um, in his house there and uh, you've got the music in the background is like Gregorian chants and I thought this is bizarre you know and, and there is it, there's a lot of sort of fairly pompous music in it it's well done I mean no doubt about it, it's well done uh, directed by Matt Smith who I assume is the same Matt Smith that we know from uh, you know, from from doing football coverage and uh, you know, other sports. It, co- I'm, I'm not sure, ITV. yeah, no, no, it's possibly. Well, yeah. I presume it is. Uh, in which case, well done. Which uh, I, I presume it's his sort of uh, directorial uh, debut. Yeah. Um, he's sitting here listening, saying it's not me. Not me. It might be. Well, <laughs> he's maybe, saying maybe, thank you. It's not me. Maybe. It's maybe you'll get the royalty checks. He's not going to complain yeah. about that, is he? Who anyway. Knows? 
Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's interesting, you know. I mean, the thing about Wayne Rooney is when you look at the football footage, and especially uh, Euro 2004, yeah. you think... Um, He's underrated. I know it's an odd thing to say about Wayne Rooney, but we never quite, you know, we thought he was going to be the greatest thing ever. Mm. And when you look at the records and look at his achievement, you know, look at the way he played, yeah, he's obviously one of the greatest footballers that um, this country's ever produced. Um, Ollie Holt makes a good point. Mm. Um, Ollie Holt says, in, in many ways, he's a prisoner of Euro 2004 because what the... Um, um, what the documentary does is it goes through the key points in his career, which are basically a lot of England tournaments. You know, it's 2004, and we've got the the, the Wags in Germany, and then we've got the uh, we've got England Algeria that dreadful match in mm. uh, South Africa. So it goes through all those key points, which were which we're reminded of, um, but you sort of forget just what hopes we had. Yeah. Uh, you're, you know, as an 18 year old kid. And you thought, he's, he, if he's not already the best player in the world, yeah. he will be the best player in the world. And, and what he had over, say, uh, over, say Messi or Neymar and uh, Ronaldo is that he was a team player. And you forget, what it's, you, you forget all sorts of stuff about Wayne Rooney. Um, and maybe his, his great achievement will be uh, as a manager. Um, apart from that, there's the personal stuff. Obviously, I said that these things are much, very much reputation management. Mm. You know, whether it's Neymar, everything you've heard about me is not true, and this is the true Neymar that you're seeing, which you're not really. You're yeah. seeing a bit of an airbrush version, and it's a similar, similar thing with uh, with Wayne Rooney. Uh, you see a lot of scenes of him and uh, Colleen sort of talking over. What's gone or moments where things have gone wrong in their relationship, their marriage, you know, and there's a lot of her sort of doing the house up. She right, does yeah. a lot of the a lot of that stuff. They've they've paved over a large. Any part talking of heads from Rebecca Vardy? Yes. Uh, no, Rebecca Vardy's not in it. Surprise. Although she is in it. There's the footage of the uh, of the the wags in Germany, you know, mm. see the footage of more mm. walking down the street there. Not a lot of Rebecca Vardy, not of, no stuff uh, really about the legal action, nothing much about uh, the great job that he's doing at Derby. No. Really. Yeah, well, he's doing, he is, we yeah. should say that award-winning director Matt Smith yes. is best known for his critically acclaimed BBC film Rio Ferdinand, being mum and dad, which was great. Yeah. Uh, the film won a BAFTA, so I don't think it's, it's a different, Matt Smith, different Matt Smith. Yeah. Sanoch wondered Matt. if it might be the Matt Smith who played Doctor Who, but you don't think it's him either. It's not him either. No. 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 Um, well, it, other it, Matt Smiths um, are available. It's quite good. It's quite classy. It's good. not quite as classy as it thinks it is. There are low. The, there's a good scene in uh, Portofino, Italy, where they mm. had their wedding in 2008, um, and all that. And um, yeah, and uh, lots of lots of David Moyes, of course, when um, when he was uh, yeah. when he did well when uh, Wayne Rooney first emerged as a as a kid at uh, yeah. Everton. Now, um, um, the other half appears, of course, in the Rooney <laughs> film in Colleen, uh, but it's kind of partly about her and, and as well as about Wayne. But I am Georgina. I mean, oh. how much do we see of Cristiano? Uh, I am Georgina. Georgina uh, Rodriguez is Cristiano's 
um, partner and to watch that. it's a Netflix series. We <laughs> so go behind the scenes really. of the mum influencer businesswoman. Yeah. Um, yes. What did we learn, Martin? Well, um, basically, the story of this one is uh, I met him on a Monday and my heart stood still. To do run, 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 to do run, run. They <laughs> actually run, run now, Dad. Yes, to do run, run, They should have called it that, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure if award winning director Matt Smith has got hold of it, they'd have called it that. Um, it's terrible. It is absolutely okay. awful. It is everything that's wrong with the world today. <laughs> I agree. Um, and I haven't even seen it. Yeah. No, it's just dreadful. If you want to know, they um, he picked her up well, the first time they went out mm. properly. Yeah. Um, she worked in a, a fashion industry in a clothes shop. Uh, he picked her up. When I say a clothes shop, it's not like H and M or anything. John Paul Gaultier's, anyway, wasn't it? They met him. Yeah, he, he popped yeah. in there. He was, she was looking yeah. for a dress for Cairns. That's right. Or Ken. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Arena Shake, say? Rattle and Roll? That's I what, don't know. what happened to it. It's great all this all 50 songs we go back to, isn't it? With, yeah. Yes. Anyway, he picked her up uh, in a Bugatti, yeah. uh, which is uh, a very, it's a type of motor car, that quite yes, expensive one. Very expensive one, yeah. yeah. Yes. She went to, she was telling the story how she went to I work think the Allegro was in the garage, wasn't it? That's why. <laughs> That's why he had the Bugatti out here. Yes, precisely. Yeah, in the shop. Um, yeah, so she, she uh, told the story of how she arrived at work on the bus and went home in a Bugatti, wow. which Fantastic, I looked it? up, and it's a very expensive Is, car. There's a mother-in-law f- feature. I always think she's quite a fierce woman, Mrs. Ronaldo. Um, Do you think so? Do you know what? Yeah. I, I'm going to confess here. That's a programme that I would not have watched were it not for this particular spot wow. on the radio. Did you just watch one um, episode, Martin, yeah? <laughs> I did just watch the one. Well, I, didn't okay. fi- I didn't even finish the one. If you but look, at, look at the reviews of this on the IMDb, yeah. somebody says it's the worst television they've ever seen. Wow. <laughs> it was somebody abroad. It's a proud they, yeah. yeah, they can't get BBC Breakfast over there. <laughs> but yeah. I'll do so. <laughs> oh, me out. There's one man, so, one man vent Debtor continues. <laughs> they change presenters, I've, but nothing. Martin's still at them all the time. I haven't even watched. It. I've, in fairness, I haven't watched it for months. Okay, um, uh, Martin, we, we, we are virtually out of time, and we maybe oh, give sure. us. A, a, yeah. Does the special one deserve special uh, yeah, recognition? Worth watching. We've only, uh, worth worth, watching. Uh, we've the, only got about. You can give us about about thirty seconds to a minute on it. If, 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 if that does it justice. In it. Rob Green, very, very interesting. Uh, yeah. he's, he, he demolishes the myth that uh, a goalkeeper shouldn't get beaten at the near post. Mm. And they're a very amusing sequence with several commentators saying, oh, he'll be up, upset with that, shouldn't get beaten at the near post. And uh, Rob Green shows you how easy it is to get, to get beaten <laughs> at the near post. Um, but it's not bad. It's it's good fun. It's a guy called Richard Driss. Who, yeah. uh, we w- spoke to him blue, on the show. He's yeah, a Blue did, yeah. Peter presenter amongst blue other Peter things. Presenter, and, uh, and, yeah, I, I've seen bits of it. It look, does look good, so I will check I, it out. Yeah, and I always enjoy any documentary that has any footage of Fatty Falk. Um, yeah. Who used to play for Sheffield many, yeah. many years ago? Sheffield so it's that's on yeah. that's on BT Sport, BT Sport. Uh, Netflix for I am Georgina, and uh, we can find Amazon Prime Wayne on Amazon me. Prime. Fantastic, yeah. Martin. Yeah. You're back overnight, I take it, wind permitting. Wind permitting, I shall be there. Yes, <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. Martin Kellner uh, bringing you extra time. Cheers, Martin. Thanks very much. Cheers. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We turn then to the non-sporting TV as always. The stars, Brighton supporting Mike Ward joins us. Good afternoon, Mike. 
um, this weekend. Yes. Uh, you take on Burnley. Yes. I, 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 John Ketley on earlier on. I did tell him mm. that I've, I've had a little sneaky flutter on Burnley. I know it's going to be a draw. We all know it's going to be a draw, but uh, I, I don't know. Do I'm you? sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. No, to put you. the flutter. Absolutely fine. I'd rather you said that. I thought you were going to say you put it on us for a minute. That would have worried me. But no, I'm, I'm very comfortable and relaxed now. More relaxed than I was about 10 seconds ago. Uh, Apple Plus, uh, sorry, yes. Apple TV Plus, bring mm. us severance. I've been doing lots of ads for this because it's got a heck of a cast, isn't it? It has, yeah. Adam Scott is the star, uh, Patricia Arquette. And, and it's it's a very curious new thriller. It's it's directed by Ben Stiller. And it's set in a workplace that's, that, that reckons they've established the perfect way for its staff to have the right work-life balance right effectively mm. they all undergo a sort of brain surgery so when wow. they come to work they have no recollection of who they are in their private lives when they're at home they have no recollection of their work lives and it all sort of seems to go quite smoothly in a sort of sort of that's a good idea sense. really it sci-fi. isn't a bad don't take idea. your work home with you do you? yeah that's, that's, that's right but they say good idea don't bring your problems wise. into work or, yeah well that, exactly but then one uh, one member of the team uh-huh. reverses the process and from that point onwards things get a little Ooh. difficult it's a it's it's a strangely paced it's one of those things that you think i can see this why this is on um this works on, on a streaming service. If you put it on mainstream TV, people would be looking at their watches and saying, nothing's happened. We're about sort of 25 minutes into it. And it's really, I wouldn't say it's slow so much as it's paced in a very deliberate fashion. So uh, you have to sort of stick with it for a while to sort of be sucked into it. As it okay, it's an, it's an intriguing premise anyway. So that's on uh, Apple TV from today. The Gogglebox is back tonight. Is uh, it the same people though? Is it the have same? They, have they freshened it up or not? They the Gogglebox people. Do you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I put this on the list. I avoid Gogglebox. I, it, it makes me, you know, it makes me feel it's threatened. It's all right. It makes me feel threatened. Well, the thing is, the trouble is, you know, that people are just playing to the camera. Yeah, well, this, they, this you is know, in so all you, seriousness. How much you believe point. it? I don't know. They mm. play, play to the camera, and also I sort of feel as if. It, it encourages people to talk while the telly's on, and I hate that. <laughs> You're a funny bloke, Mike. We learn a lot about you. I am you very in funny. That's nice. This is very, very true. Do now, you want me to get me on the Winter Olympics? There's no stopping me on that. But anyway, this is nice. a. It's back. Mm. Um, it's a. It's a very watchable and lovely show. Susan Kalman's Grand Day Out. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's one of those things that you might not go out your way to watch, but when you do, you always enjoy it. It's lovely. I mean. I know people who aren't fans of hers, but she's got this incredible sort of childlike enthusiasm for everything Mm. she does. So she gets in this camper van, she goes up and down the country, she stops off at various places, and... Uh, you know, other than maybe Greg Wallace on Inside the Factory, I don't think there's anyone on TV who gets more enthusiastic about everything all the time. <laughs> uh, she's on, in the Scottish Glens tonight in Loch Lochie, which I'm not familiar with. Oh. It is a place. And on the shores of Loch Lochie, she takes part in some uh, axe throwing, competitive axe. Well, not competitive because she's not doing it against anyone. But yeah. I was, I'm not familiar with axe throwing, but she turns out to be really good at it. It's, it's, a, bit a, of a, it's a stress it's, reliever. It's a bit of a thing. The it's a stress reliever. Yeah, I mean, Google it. There are loads of places. Loads of places oh, yeah. doing Lock, it. Locky sounds like it was a competition to name a lock, a bit boaty, boat <laughs> yeah, boat yeah. boat. We get the idea, it's a yeah. lock. Um, okay, I did so that gag in my cotton ball. Oh, okay. <laughs> Channel 5, 8pm. That's good. Uh, and the next Saturday night takeaway returns. This is very interesting. They've though. stitched up Clarkson in this They one. have stitched yeah. up Jeremy Clarkson for the first of the undercover um, pranks of the series. Yeah. What were you going to say, Andy? Was well, the fact that RuPaul and three series winners of Drag Race UK are going to appear in this yeah. and it's interesting that ITV mainstream would do this it's one thing to be on BBC3 I just yeah. wonder personally I think it's great but I do think they might get a reaction it'll be interesting to see Ooh, what well, sort of reaction well, we they sh- get we, sh- we shall see we shall see for the mm. moment Jeremy Clarkson they're f- fairly safe ground 
uh, you know, uh, doing the prank on his uh, his farm. So, uh, okay. uh, and they've got the audience back. That's the other thing for this series. Of course, last time, obviously, for various predictable mm. reasons, they couldn't do that. So they've got a, a, a live studio on audience for this series. And that's uh, seven o'clock ITV. Yes, uh, it is. Episode two of Starstruck, yes. uh, the team yes. version of I watched Stars it, in there. I mean, honestly, any good? Nah. Uh, well, I, I, I'll hand over to Andy because he's just summed up exactly what I thought. <laughs> Not for you. <laughs> Well, the three oh. places they did Marvin Gaye, for example. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just the, well, that's, just the point. It was just what was the point yeah, exactly? Right. And then what be was good, the good. point? Well, there's no High point. Praise indeed. The... <laughs> anyway, tomorrow night for three the record, Blaise, three Boo Blaze, three Alicia Keyses, yeah. three George Michaels, and three three Cher. Yeah, three, none three of whom three are going to be as good as the original. So what's the well, point? Well, I don't know what is the original. <laughs> I mean, that's not. But then, Stars in Their Eyes would never have existed. You might look a, sound a bit like Nat King Cole, but you're not as good as Nat King Cole. That's I, not the point, is it? Yeah, but I like the naffness of Stars in Their Eyes. Yeah, I mean, something about Stars in Their Eyes that had something yeah. about this doesn't have yeah, that. This doesn't have any. It's sort of almost trying to be too. Serious, not serious. No, that's not. Well, right. I, I don't know. Not. I don't know. Okay. Not. When you got three people pretending to be Freddie Mercury, I mean, look at, <laughs> it's not Channel Four News, is it? So anyway, that's um, eight thirty on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, on so we move to Sunday, and yes. we've got a very concerned Sue Jacobs of Chiswick. Uh, <laughs> yes. Last in the series yeah. well, of Call the Midwife. She's oh yeah, she's really worried. And there's, there's been a there's been a derailment on the five nineteen from Chelmsford, and we don't quite know what's happened. Although I've never watched a second of it. I get all this from Andy. <laughs> it's a disaster for the agents. <laughs> You know, it's, always, it's great, isn't it, for the producers? Well, should that we, should we bring them five nineteen? It's like yeah. quadrophenia. Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to use that gag as well, and oh. I thought that was too obscure. So oh, if you have a, have a week off, I'll, I'll, I'll write your column for you. Mate. <laughs> anyway, so yes, it is. It's they left it on a cliffhanger. It's the last in the series, and as we pick up the uh, action, uh, there's all sorts of chaos and, and, and goodness knows what else, and we have to discover whether Sister Julian, that's Julia. Um, um, Julie Agata? Yeah, sorry. For yeah, Jenny Agata. Jenny Agata. Yeah. Vanessa Julie Redgrave, who does the voiceover, she used yeah. to have, because she's had to give up smoking for health reasons, she yeah. sounds completely different than she did in the first oh, good In the first one series, she did sound like this Nanata's house, but now she sounds quite normal. <laughs> did she sound <laughs> like Michael Bublé? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, can should. I recommend to you, Mike, Oh yes, The on. Curse, yes. Tom Davis's uh, sort of crime comedy drama. Oh, right, okay, That's yeah. good fun. And Cheaters. Excellent. Little ten-minute series. Look, yeah. Yes, I, yeah, I, I have watched fun. a bit of Cheaters actually. Yeah, yeah. I like I like little bite-sized things like that that um, you can dip into. So, yeah. Finally, Mike, I, I watched the first one last week. Louis Theroux's Forbidden America. Yes. I mean, it's an interesting one because kind of they knew who he was and, yes. and they, they knew the kind of reaction he would give them. Mm. Yet they still invited him in, and then they were unpleasant to him. So I suppose it kind of. You yeah. sort of expected that might happen, but it was. Yeah, I mean, it was, it's always very watchable and thought-provoking. Very, very good at what he does. He is brilliant. What's he doing this week? He's doing the uh, Florida's uh, rap scene, which obviously is quite con- controversial because mm. of the sort of subject matter and the content and what's streamed and what's you know. But but he does very much the kind of he's very much the sort of middle class, middle aged Englishman in this completely alien environment, more so than some of the other things. Uh, he does and so he connects with these guys on a certain level but 20 minutes into it he then decides to do a little bit of a rap himself he did the rap show years ago yeah. I mean a very similar thing he's not got any better 20 <laughs> nice one Mike uh, enjoy the game of the weekend you'll be hoping I'm wrong we'll see uh, and we'll catch up with you next week thanks Cheers, very guys. much there we are there's the stars Mike Ward okay well, we can begin our laborious train cancel oh, yeah, journey it's gonna, home now. It's going to be a problem, isn't so, it, getting uh, home? I'll see everybody in the pub at nine. I'll be walking all the way. <laughs> we worked it out. Six and a half hours for you. About 
Three hours for me yeah, to walk home. No the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again on Monday, reflecting on the football, the boxing, and a whole lot more besides. Do hope you can join us from one. If not, the podcast will be available, as always, from around four o'clock. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.